Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back, everybody. So today is um, uh, Monday, the 25th of April, 2022, about 6.20 in the morning. Uh, fresh off of a concert in which I had mixed feelings about. Um, so let's get into it. But as you know, follow me on socials. Blah, blah, blah. Blah. Uh, I have mixed feelings about the concert. Which I went to go see Knock Loose, Movements, Kublai Khan, Texas, and Koyo at the Fox Theater in Pomona. Uh, oh, I'm still a little bit tired. Uh, I guess I have mixed feelings about the show in general. Um, just right off the bat, we'll just talk about Knock Loose. Knock Loose killed it. Uh, they played an awesome set list. A very long set list. About an hour. Not quite. Uh, maybe not a little bit more than an hour. Uh... And they brought the heavy as usual. However, the Fox Theater is a... And I don't know why they did this. I don't know why... See, I, I'm having mixed mixed opinions about it because I was going to go down to the floor and do my thing, but they cock-blocked like everybody. Uh, supposedly only the first 400 people to show up got wristbands to get down onto the floor. Which I don't buy as well because there was no official statement about that that I'm aware of. Um, and then even at that, even when I got in, there was plenty of space down there to get down there. And, you know, it's just one of those things. I don't think they should have put a cap on or a limit on that type of deal. Yet they did. And that kind of, and then I just ended up just standing in the back, because uh, I was like, "Well, fuck." Now I think my friends did get down there eventually, uh, but I wasn't trying to fight it. I wasn't trying to fight it all night. I said, "Okay." For future reference, I will not be attending the Fox Theater in Pomona. Uh, I'll just skip it. And that's kind of where some of my gripes about the show came from. Um, that movements absolutely is a snore fest. I mean, I get, you know, I understand why they're there is what I'm going to say. Uh, they're there to move bodies in, funnel bodies in. Obviously, they're a popularish band, I guess. I, I get, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I didn't really feel moved at all by any of their music. It sounds like every other band that does emo core or whatever like they just sound like your typical generic and I get a lot of people are into that because 
a lot of those bigger bands like Fall Out Boy and uh, I can't even think of that many on top of my head but they used to be Swan Hawthorne Heights Coheed and Cambria and all like there's just a ton of them Silverstein uh, you know Thrice a lot of those bigger bands are not no longer some of them not touring no more or even if they are they're you know it's sparse and, and secondly, some of them have gotten too big. They got too, way too big, and it's just not feasible anymore for the common man. So those are my two biggest, like, thing takes away from it. Kublai Khan killed it too. Kublai Khan is a fun band to watch live. Um, they kind of just remind me of like very, very, like. You know, gringy, grungy, kind of old school punk band, but that just has a hardcore heavy metal flavor to it. You know, a metalcore dashing of dash, like like it's a cur- a little good blend. I, you know, I'm not exactly sure why Kublai hasn't blown up more than they have, and that's just a quite. Uh, but I think their time is coming. Uh, Maybe this tour will set it off. Uh, but beyond that, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I didn't see Koyo. I, I was getting in. I didn't, like I said, again, I didn't know they had to be the first 400 people. Now, I could, like I said, I probably could have gotten down there. I could have paid somebody to give me their purple wristband. I could have, you know, snuck around and like, dipped in there at a, at, or climbed up and over which I was thinking about it was on the top of my mind but I, again I didn't want to fight it I didn't want to you know there's at some points you're just like you're kind of fighting against the tide there you're going against the stream a little bit like and, and to me it just was like you know I, I was with my girlfriend and you know just was like you know not wanting to basically you know leave her and then I just was like okay well it wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be to get to the floor um and I just didn't want to like I said I didn't want to fight it I didn't want to I just was like, okay, I'll take it on the chin this time, you know. I've seen Knock Loose plenty of times. It's not like I've never seen them before. It's not like I stumble onto them and I've missed shows. It's not like I've seen Kublai Khan. I have not seen Kublai Khan and I've missed shows and I wanted to get an up-close-and-personal flavor of them. It's not none of those. I've seen both those bands. I just wanted to, you know, you kind of want to get your money's worth out of a ticket. And I kind of feel like... The Fox Theater doing that really is a letdown. And you got to understand going forward, like, the bigger Knock Loose gets, that's be an issue. But I kind of feel at the same time, like, you know, the Fox Theater didn't let anybody know. It was just the first 400 people. But, I mean, I kind of just look at it like, 
I won't I won't be attending the Fox Theater for a number of years now. They you know not even to see random bands that I like, like if there's another date somewhere else, that is where I will be. And that's kinda how I used to do it back in the day. I would not go to the chain reaction or if if the same show was at the glass house or if it was at uh, the showcase in the chain reaction I would go to the showcase better that's just you would be I'd be I'll become pick I just won't I haven't been to very many shows at the Fox Theater uh, I haven't been in quite some time and now I won't be going back uh, they don't get very many shows there to begin with but even if they do I will not be attending uh, I just won't the fact that you had to show up hours early is beyond ridiculous but beyond that yeah the you know the venue is an F for failure two thumbs down don't go to the Fox Theater um, it was hot as fuck in there too man I wasn't even doing anything hot as fuck you know I don't know if, if anybody else attended the fucking Fox Theater it just was hot as fuck no air conditioning uh, it was not even like it was a cold day outside it was just hot as fuck in there I they could have put the air conditioning on and cheap bastards And, uh, yeah, I mean, but over, you know, Noculus played really, I think Kubukon killed it too. I don't know how many new fans they've garnered and gathered, uh, for themselves, hopefully quite a bit along the way. Uh, and Noculus obviously plays tremendous as well. They've become a big fan of theirs over the years, they're, you know the more the music they make the better they get Ooh, I think they played A Tear in the Fabric of Life in its entirety but not straight through They, I think they played the first couple of songs like the first two songs straight up and then they bounced around to other music uh and notice noticeably in actually um, as was anticipated they've cut out some of their songs that they used to play um, there's a noticeable amount of songs that they no longer play there's about you know, tearing the fabric of life about six songs. They've taken out six songs of what they've played. Noticeably, that's on the chopping block that went down and out uh, by the grave, um, the rain. Uh, those are noticeable ones. Let me see. There's a couple of them. Um, not that I mean I'm thinking right now, but 
There's just a couple of songs that I've noticed that I was like, oh, they didn't play this one, they didn't play that one. Just just thinking about it, I was like, oh, okay. So I, I kind of figured that was going to happen. So, I mean, I, I mean, I could go, let me see, let me see. tell you right now I think a serpent's touch went out the door by the grave obviously um the rain uh, I mean there's a there's a couple of songs there on laugh tracks that just went out you know There's there's just a couple of songs that went out the window. And I think going forward, you know, when they come out with new music, they're going to cut out even more songs. So this is probably your last chance to see Knock Loose. I think... Uh, where they're playing so many of those old songs that everybody likes. And, uh... I don't know. It also depends on how how much bigger they do get because I don't know how much bigger they're going to get. <coughs> the next step for them is selling out like bigger stadium bigger events but it might be a ways away from that if they don't get no help again on the back end from like a Slipknot or a you know like a Metallica or somebody that drag that brings them along and lets them get some mass massive massive shine system of a down I, I don't know if that's happening anytime soon I think those bands kind of collectively like system of a down Slipknot Metallica um, some of these bigger festivals, they don't build knock loose that high. And I don't know if knock loose will take it upon themselves to just fucking decimate the fucking the the standing order. Corn is another one to point the finger at. Uh, some of these bands like that I just mentioned roll around with other bands that are really big and really established like and then they do a little a little concert and then they invite a bunch of little bands but that does a disservice to the little bands that don't get no shine because half like you know half the people just don't show up at fucking 10 o'clock in the morning to fucking these festivals and, and even at that there's like sometimes three bands playing at the same time and I get it, it's a dog eat dog all for one slugfest, you know. But still, it's like, bro, like, I've been to metal fests like that before, and I'm like, okay, well, that's just not, you know, that's just not the the move. It's just not. And I, I really wish that wasn't the current state of heavy metal music in general. Uh, I really wish it wasn't. 
but it is. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a crazy. Um, it's a crazy road, but you know it's a very it was a very it was a much bigger venue they played. Because uh, I seen them at the Chain Reaction with Gate Creepers and a couple of other bands. Uh, I think they did two nights there. I think I went to one night. Um, and this was a much bigger venue. However, they put a limit. They put a cap on how many people. I know that's why I say this was this was like a 50-50 event for me. Uh where I loved it but then I, there's things I didn't love about it there's actually things I hated about the way things went down there uh, you can just scratch off movements you can scratch them the fuck off of anything especially, especially if you're a fan of heavy metal that was like some terrible bullshit that I, I get that was to bring a, I think the, a lot of female audience in okay and also just a lot of general like pop indie emo audience and in general as well like yeah and I kind of forget and it's always one of those things I forget how popular any random ass emo band actually is and I always wonder like who the fuck likes them and then I'm like oh everybody does but me and then it's like wow like what the fuck like you'd be I'd be hard pressed to I mean, I don't know anybody that loves, like, any guy that comes out with their whole chest and says, yeah, they're Hawthorne Heights' biggest fan. Like, But they exist. I don't know wh- whether it's their girlfriends play the music and then they, like, actually like some of their songs. And then they get, you know, you're like, oh, let's go see Hawthorne Heights. Or let's go see, uh, you know... Mayday Parade. I'm not exactly sure how that goes down. I actually like and enjoy a couple of Mayday Parade songs, and and I don't even want to drag them into the mud. So I don't. I don't feel like Mayday Parade had anything to do with anything. But I forget. Like you forget. Like how many people actually like those bands? And I'm like, okay, like why? And then you just kind of remember that they just don't play the same music. But they, they, movements had no business being on that tour, on this tour in, in general. And but I mean, I understand why they're there. They just had no business being there. Um, and I don't know. That's an ugly trend that used to take place back in the day as well, where you'd have like three killer bands, and there'd be one band that you just that you would be like, why the fuck are they there? Like they totally kill the mood. They're totally not even what anybody's there to listen to and they're there nonetheless and movements is there as well but then as I get older I understand like okay this is just to bring in and retain and, and knock loose says they're best friends so I'm like okay cool if you say so um, and not to dog any of the members of movements I just don't like the music in general so overall I can only give this show a C rating for the, there's more negative aspects to the show than there was positive aspects um, it really put a damper on the whole show maybe I should have gone to see Knockless at 1720 um, but I had 
locked in my ticket to the Fox Theater since the jump. And this is just what happens. I mean, I wasn't going to buy another ticket to go to another, you know, especially I was like, why, why the fuck would I just drive out? You know, I know some of those little, the little kids are about that life, but, you know, I once was too, but I was not going to go all the way to L.A. either. So with that, guys, uh, we'll get back here, wrap up this episode soon. I'm going to uh, get to work now and uh, come back and get this episode wrapped up. We'll talk something else, you know, maybe maybe not today, but I'll get on it and get on this episode, finish it up and then, uh, you know, I'll get it posted up. So hang tight. Later. Uh, hello and welcome back everybody So let's get this episode Up and wrapped up Um yeah, The next 20 minutes or so here we'll talk about I guess it went through Elon Musk Did buy Twitter it's on the tip of everybody's tongue It's all over the news In case you don't know I talked about it a couple, a couple Like a week ago And I talked about I've been, Elon Musk has been steadily staying in my Radar not for anything that he's doing, but just because things that are happening in the world. Uh, and $44 billion Twitter has sold to him. He doesn't control 100% of the company, but I think he controls the majority stake in it. And uh, as me as an avid Twitter user, um, I could care less because even though I do use the app, I could just go somewhere else to take my fuckery to. Instagram is right there. Uh, Snapchat has always been there. Uh, And there's TikTok and various other companies that, I mean, I could go back to Facebook. I don't want to, but I could. So, I mean, I think political Twitter and the politics of it will will have you believe that He's somehow champ, champion, champion, uh, this free rights, freedom of speech, uh, that Twitter had become uber woke in a sense, and he's of conservative. I mean, I don't really know where. See, I don't really know why political Twitter is hailing him as some sort of a king. Uh, when in reality, the rules of Twitter, the, the rules that actually make Twitter better than other platforms, uh, will probably be stripped just like you're gonna just be looking at Twitter like a Facebook and it's gonna be boring with mad censorship. And honestly, uh, I just kind of feel like the, anybody that's politicizing his move that he's going to that that is so far fetched that you got to be smoking crack to believe that he's going to allow you guys to be posting harmful things uh, misinformation and also yeah I think the porn content is gone off of there not not that that's what I use Twitter for exclusively but I mean it's it's there but I think that's pretty much gone so for anybody that's all on Elon's nuts I mean I guess you, you could say yeah he's gonna own Twitter cool but 
again, to me, as a just a person that was just interested in his life and interested in his products, this is such a boneheaded move. It's beyond, it's beyond dumb. Uh, it's probably one of the greatest travesties that I've ever seen in my life. Uh, $44 billion to own a company where people all they do sit on there all day long and just argue about dumb shit or just post random memes, you know. It's got to be the dumbest move ever. He could have just made a whole fucking uh, different platform of his own. But, I mean, I guess he wanted to spend the money on it. But, again, boneheaded move because uh, while he's now wrapped his money up in Twitter and he's got to make it profitable for 44 billion dollars you got to assume he's got to flip it to make it make profit he can't just watch that shit go down uh much like his Tesla much like his SpaceX I mean and much like any of the other random brands that shit has to make money he has to invest not in cryptos uh and that shit has to make money you know when he back when he bought I think he bought a billion dollars of crypto like you know, a year or so ago, two years ago, now maybe, maybe a year and a half ago. That was a big deal because he sunk a billion dollars in, which I think he did make a little bit of money or is holding on to a lot of crypto. Um, that, But that's fine. That's just like a, a small bit of his money. But $44 billion is not a small bit by any means of the stretch. Uh, and again, to me... This move is such... Jeff Bezos is all of a sudden, to me, becoming the the one. The, the, Elon Musk is fucking stupid. Uh, not, not in the literal sense of what he's, you know, accomplished or anything, or his actual intelligence, but this is such a boneheaded move. Uh... Twitter might not even be around in another 10 years because the way this is what I see looking forward past social media because social media is finite and it's going to die sooner or later Uh, Twitter will not remain the king of social media it probably isn't the king of social media uh TikTok has a whole headstorm of momentum going forward. And a lot of people like TikTok. Uh, Instagram is still there. Facebook refuses to just die and has already gone into this meta world, whatever they're at. Uh, but I believe that most people in the future will not be using a social media platform simply because they're just bored of this shit and uh, they'll be hopping onto whatever's whatever platform is next uh, it could be anything you know these you know and this is why I say Jeff Bezos and uh, and probably the people in Apple are sitting real pretty because Apple can just propagate up a new app Donald Trump tried putting out his own app. And there's going to be people that are going to try it. And uh, something will click. I mean, it's just how it is. I can remember when Vine came out of nowhere. It hit everybody by the 
by the side of the head. And if the CEOs and the company of Vine was any smarter, they would still be around. Um, much like TikTok right now, TikTok is there. I mean, it's there to stay. It's not going anywhere. Um, they tried. They tried it. They fucking tried it, but it didn't go nowhere. Uh, Snapchat is still there. There's just so, so many layers to it. Uh, but in the in the future, it's finite. I think people eventually will get bored of Twitter and... You know, especially if anybody thinks that he's protecting some sort of free speech with Twitter, that he they are dead wrong in the water. Um, now that it's a privately owned company like that, uh, you can guarantee he's going to be putting uh, safeguards in place to check most content creators on there, especially the adult industry, especially uh, political Twitter. It itself, you're not gonna be just allowed to say whatever the hell you want to uh, slandering. Just like Facebook, you can't just get up on there and just start saying whatever. Facebook already moderates itself, and even if it's a privately owned company, they still answer to the United States government. The United States government, at its leisure and pleasure, start investigating what your policies are and why it's bad for the world or the country and they they all they'll opt to just like anybody else uh any other company you know then censorship is coming it's just what it is so it's a terrible move uh but beyond that it's a terrible move because 44 billion dollars could have been sunk into the monopolization of the tesla brand the v the actual vehicle and and what i mean by that is they could, we could have had a domination of the auto industry again once again we could have been the forefront leaders in the world of auto you know technology like i like i stated a couple we should be like the jetsons we should just be um on a grid, you know, of sorts where the cars automatically go and you go to work and everybody has a Tesla or a Tesla-esque brand, you know, that gets onto the grid. We become oil independent of the world, saving us off from years and grief of price increase. The uh, the oil industry, the oil industry got to be laughing their ass off at Tesla. I think they kind of already know uh, that, that's what I see. There's a lot of there's a lot of big industries out there, completely laughing their ass off at at Elon, at Jeff Bezos. Uh, the the heads at Apple are laughing their ass off because um, he sunk money into something that didn't need you, not tangible. Twitter is not tangible in the sense that Amazon is, or in the sense that an Apple product is. Uh, they, at my leisure, I could just fucking delete Twitter all fucking day. That's the problem. It's not like it's mandatory that you have to have it. It's not mandatory like you like you mandatorily need a smartphone to do anything in this world. Uh, he has a brand like that. That's the Tesla car. But again, he sunk in money, and it's not and it's not just a little chunk of money. It's a big chunk of money that he's wrapped up now. 
the man is not worth trillions of dollars. Uh, he's worth a lot of money. Not that worth that much money. Uh, but either way, again, we could have had... And this is going to be... This will look bad. Right now, he's looking like he's the smartest person alive. And this and that and the other thing. But it's not going to really reveal itself to looking bad for him. Or for his, uh, you know... The crazy fucking Elon Musk stands that are out in the world. It's not gonna look bad for until like five, ten years pass, and then and then you're gonna say, well, why the fuck did he buy Twitter? Uh, when now I think I get the, again the oil industry is laughing their ass off because now they know they staved off uh, problems for themselves, their own companies for the next ten years. Uh, other auto industries are like, okay, now they have time to catch up. Because a motherfucker's not going to just be producing that much more fucking Tesla brand shit. They have time now to catch up. I mean, if I was Toyota or if I was Ford, I'd start saying, hey, look, Elon Musk has granted us a fucking 10-year window to fucking try to figure out how he's making these Teslas self-drivable, uh, to, to buy their own company so that they can install the the charging station in your house buy the United States itself time before they you know but in about 10 20 years I mean when the gas is $25 a gallon $12 a gallon $15 a gallon $19 a gallon and people are going to be wondering how they got themselves into this mess how did we do it you look back onto when Elon bought Twitter just take a gander at that and just realize that that was probably the greatest flop I have ever seen I mean I have never seen such a great flop in my life well I mean the election of Trump was a great it was one of the greatest tragedies travesties perhaps of all time I mean it's right up there with that though uh 9-11 9-11 was a great tragedy of all time. I just just couldn't believe it. Like, dumb as shit. Dumb as shit. Boneheaded move. Uh, yeah, and I say the politics behind it was I just stated. I mean, Jeff, Jeff Bezos is probably laughing his ass off because uh, Bezos has plans, too, to fucking automate, uh, you know, with the drones and shit, how to automate... Uh, his system to be to run independently so your packages get delivered when you want to he's also dabbling in trying to dominate you know and kill walmart uh that in that experience that whole experience i mean it is just it to me it's just he's jeff bezos can just keep marching right on along i mean i'm not a fan of jeff bezos but i gotta think he's not he's not boneheaded like that and the amazon app is probably it, it, the Amazon app is ridiculously good. I mean, I gotta give them a fucker like four and a half out of five stars. If it wasn't for the fact they didn't have a dark mode, it'd probably be a five out of five. Um, shopping on there, a breeze, uh, getting shit. I've had recently a a watch, an Apple Watch band uh, gone missing, and then I got a replacement. Done and done. Easy, a breeze. Um, 
and I just it is most of like ninety percent of the times anything I order on Amazon comes right right away. So it's, it's a great app. Uh, Twitter isn't tangible like that. I don't order anything. I don't really get anything off of Twitter other than just jokes, and I just I'm on there just leisurely. And again, I, I wanted a Tesla. I really did. I was thinking, man, that that was like a cool piece of technology that I would like to see myself in after my cars, you know, die off here in the next five, seven years. You know, I have a Nissan, two Nissan Sentras. Once they both die out, you know, I'd like to get something like a Tesla where I don't have to rely on gas. Um, I could plug it into my home and just go and and also self-drive. I thought that was one of the coolest pieces of technologies to come out. However, the man behind the technology has got to be one of the most boneheaded mans I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and then, again, and I, and I hate to rag, what's the point of SpaceX? So that way we can go to fly around in space and he's going to turn that into a business, which the normal man can't even afford. The fuck is the point? We're so far off from living in space, it's ridiculous. Like, um... Or even doing anything in space is ridiculous. This, that was a waste of time and money, and I, and I guess he's trying to get contracts from NASA or something, so that way he could be like, oh well, look, you know, we are the leading company in space to put satellites up. To there's already a million satellites up there, and you know, and I don't know, but he's also, but he's looking at like space exploration. That's what SpaceX means. Uh. And it's just like uh, that. That bullshit is just what it is. It's just bullshit. Um, Jeff Bezos is not without his flaws too. But I mean, it, it, it just this space exploration is just dumb as fuck. Just dumb, really dumb. And then just on top of all of that, I mean, he could have he could have dominated the auto industry we could be seeing a complete revolution of things you know if you had really ramped up over the last five or so years six seven years getting that tesla brand up and running but i mean again just like nikola tesla maybe maybe that's what's actually going on he has this technology and there's just other technology and other companies just they're jockeying for position and you know, look at where Tesla, you know, in its history. And look at it. Look at Nikola Tesla's history. Dogged and dogged by Edison. And uh, not to Tesla's own doing, but more so by Edison's. But this this time around, Tesla's going to do itself, its own self in. And let the wolves come chomping at the bit. You know, and, and you take the man's technology from him. Or you figure it out for yourself how to produce it. You take it away from him. You, you probably you realize his space exploration is done. I mean, I think I think it's done. I think it's pointless right now, unless the United States government all of a sudden starts putting hotels up on the moon, which or on Mars, which is so far off. Um, and, and I'm a big fan of space. I really believe that space exploration is high on my things of what I would like to do. But we are so far of it's high on the things that like I'm like I'm not gonna be alive 
when that when they start Star Wars and around, I won't be alive. That's probably one of the greatest um, downsides of my life. That we're on the cusp of trying to get out. We're in the we're not even in for we're the we're the thoughts, you know. But maybe my kids, grandkids, might be out there zooming around in space. I mean. That's what I'm looking at. And I just kind of think that, like, even starting it right now is just kind of pointless because we're not we're not nowhere near close. We haven't figured it out yet. We haven't figured out energy. Again, I you know, he could have been doing so much other shit, like, with that money. <clears throat> it's just what it is, man. Uh, but, yeah, he bought Twitter. And, I, and, and honestly, he's become the mad laughing stock of, you know other main companies are just laughing their ass off and I think even most of the Twitter CEOs the other ones and their board are probably like he really paid 44 billion dollars and they're just laughing all the way to the bank laughing all the way to the bank I think most of the world is and I just kind of feel like he gotta be I mean I think he woke up this morning drinking champagne but in reality like Everybody else, like the oil industry, the auto industry, uh, Bezos, Apple, I, tick, the owners of TikTok, they're all laughing their ass off at him. And rightfully so. It's rightfully so. Uh, with that said, guys, I'm going to get this episode wrapped up here. And uh, I'll, I'll catch you guys in the next one. Laters.